The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to our uh, DD stream on the network at BICBP-radio.com. Sponsored by our good friends at the Oogie Games in Niagara Falls, New York at 2406 Military Road, Niagara Falls, New York, as I said, uh, 14304. Head on over there, buy, sell, trade, new and used games. Head on over there, pick some stuff up. Uh, if you're feeling, uh, feeling a little bored at home, you know what's a great uh, pastime is to go, uh, to go on over, grab a Nintendo Switch. I know, it's big. Big, uh, tall, big tall order we're telling you to grab a Switch, but pick up Switch, pick up Baldur's Gate 3, and then uh, get some Mario Kart. Mario Kart racing's fun with friends, and you can do that at Oogie Games. And uh, let's get into this. As you all know, that I am your Dungeon Master Anthony for, uh, the, for this campaign, and we got a full house tonight with our players returning back. And uh, where we left off last week, it was a bit of a... Uh, bit of a... bit of a... Uh, and brawl a little bit. I liked it. As we return with our party, just having scurry their way out of a fight at the Mage's Crutch, taking Kelma's direction to seek out Ty Mentone, a half-elf contact of hers from the underground of Brinespell. We've been hearing the uh, talks of the town. He just kind of, you know, local at the regular at the bar that just his job is to take in everything and pass information out when needed. Uh, they met up with him, found out about a card game that was happening right behind at a booth our uh, our favorite tiefling rogue sat down at the bar or sat, sat down at the table got himself uh, had himself dealt in and after our new one of our newer players fink little little trickster cleric let uh, half orc know that he had been cheated out on during the game started a ruckus and the half orc diving over in pounded the face in of this dealer with the pot of magic items and gold being tossed into the air. Our players grappled at what grabbed at what they wanted and scurried off as a half orc beat this cultist human's face in uh, to a little pulp. We pick up with our players. Bar has just toned down. The excitement of the fight has just died off and you guys are left to React how you will. Azoth, if I just remember, if I remember correctly, you had just cast Locate Object and pinged off a specific item that you were looking for to the far uh, east about, I don't know, you reckon two or three streets to the east. And the rest of the party was scurrying around to find a smaller booth to themselves. Um, came, uh, real quick too also if, if you guys didn't remember we all came to, the party came to this uh, little bar in search of details on a cult on where they would be meeting and possible ways to infiltrate it as well as discover what happened with the people that were taken from the spectacle that happened upon their arrival in town so what do you guys want to do now well Howard is going to, since he cut the sleeves off of the dealer and found out he is a cult member, 
um, a little shocked by that. Uh, we'll look real quick over to, was it Ty? The little mm-hmm. dude I was meeting? Okay, yeah, Ty. Uh, any, like, facial reaction or anything from him? Does he notice the uh, tattoo? Make perception check. Okay. Um, I was going to say, if I, I don't remember who talked. Who Did you talk to Ty at the bar? Yeah, I was talking to him before. Um, so I, I remember I started he, making my way over to the dealers when the uh, when the fight broke out. I feel like he pointed out the dealer to us, and that was kind of why we went over. Right. But I'm trying to look to see if he noticed like the cult member tattoo on his arm, uh, which was a 12 for perception. Okay. Um, you're doing that. Azoth and Fink, what's going on with everyone else while this is happening? Um. Uh, Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, um, I got that skull with the diamonds in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was going to do the ritual cast version of Detect Magic once I kind of found somewhere away from everybody else. Okay. I can do that. We'll take yeah. a big sec. Uh, Howard, what you do realize is uh, there's a minor expression of shock on his face where... Ty at the bar expected and assumed that they were the cultists behind them. Like he was almost positive, but to have it be bluntly like thrown out in the bar in the open, showing face that it was a uh, it was a little bit of a, a a shock. He wasn't expecting to see the tattoo just right there, branded. Him, his suspicions confirmed, like, yeah, you were right. This is a cult. It's right there. He kind of was assuming it. So to see it just all happen so so brash, wasn't expecting that. Okay. And the general feeling from, like, the town, I'm assuming, are all against this cult, correct? Uh, make an inside check? Okay. I say with disadvantage. You really haven't had that much gathering with the town, with the with the town, with the I'm going to tell the city, other than the guard, guards. Oh, I rolled a nineteen, and then I rolled a natural one, so two. I mean, cultists are bad. Cultists that are stealing people, generally bad. But you really haven't had too much mix of it with the common folk and the general people of the people of the streets to understand what's going on with it. Okay, um, yep. so his first reaction then would be with the little hatchet that he grabbed from the orc that left behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to actually cut through the uh, tattoo. Um, so, so the guy, what do you mean? Like, the, okay, the so the dealer's, yeah, the dealer's passed out, right? Yeah, he is. He's going to use the blade of it to basically cut into his arm and like cut open the tattoo. Are you filleting this man? Yeah, I think it's like scarring. Yeah, it. scarring it. Yeah, like. Like, Howard, Howard is thinking that he's using gotcha. his tattoo as like a magical essence to be able to siphon powers from people. So okay. he's going to try to disfigure the tattoo, and hopefully that breaks that. Respect. Yeah. Okay. Um. So at this point, uh, you see, as you're going to grab the hatchet, two of the two uh, bulkier, stockier individuals are coming over. And picking up the body of this person that was beaten to a pulp by everyone. And they're currently picking up to carry him and like kind of toss him out the door. 
They haven't yet, but as you're getting up to do this, they're currently getting him. They're not just leaving him there just to kind of be done with. He, he didn't do no magic to really do, assert he was a cultist, so they're not on the attack for him yet. It's kind of like, there was a ballroom brawl, get him out type of, type of an atmosphere going on. You may continue what you want to do, just know that he's about to be picked up and kind of carried out. Okay, then I'll put my hands up real quick. Whoa, 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 hold on a second. Do you see that tattoo as I grab the thing and I start to... Yeah. Look towards it. Yeah, that is a that's a cult member tattoo. We need to take care of this. I'm gonna cut it. Make a make a persuasion check. What, what do you mean, cut it? Uh, just like I said, I'm going to cut it. Do you surely mean to fillet this man's arm out here in the bar? Oh no, just to permanently disfigure it so that way he cannot siphon from you. Uh, that is a 19 on persuasion. Okay. They look at you. Don't hurt him too much, but cut it if you will. Thank you. That's all I needed to know. And I'm going to just slice it wide open. Basically, I'm like digging into just his arm cutting, and just dragging yeah. it all the way down. Yeah, the, yeah. How far into his arm are you? Tra- are you trying to do like a, like a wound wound? Or are you just trying to just slice it? I just want to make sure so their reaction. Like a wound wound. Like a all good right. solid inch are or you- two. Are you all right? I'll say this. Are you dealing? Are you dealing? You're dealing points of damage. Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay, make an attack. Make a attack roll with advantage. Okay. Just to see how, uh, see if uh, you deal enough damage into it. So I'll let you cut it regardless. I just want to see how well, how precise your slice is now to hurt him. All right, hold on one sec. Okay, so rolling an attack first, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's an eight. All right. Oh, hold oh. on. What's advantage you said, right? Yeah. Okay, hold on. Try it again. Ooh, much better. 20. Uh, oh, dirty. Per- yeah. Perfect. You hit him. Uh, we'll say... What did, what did you just roll? It only... Uh, for damage, it only does one point of damage, though. Sure. Enough point of damage. You you cut into his arm, and you even see his eyes open up from him and go... As he wakes up in pain, his arm being cut and dug into... Hey, hey, hey. I'm going to smack him in the face. None of that now. None of that now. Calm it down. He's looking around at the bodies. What? And they're going, all right, enough with you. And you're causing trouble. And they're walking and they're pushing it. He's going, wait, wait. Oh, and they're pushing him out of the bar. And they poof, launch him out into the streets. As you see the door open, poof, swing open as they toss his body, kick him. The door swings closed and he's laying on the, on the ground, kind of holding his arm with his robes cut. And for Robe's description, I hope I described it better, like how I said it. Like what I've been picturing is think of uh, Harry Potter Gryffindor robes, like straight, all black with just the red edging. That's kind of how I'm seeing this. Yes, you yeah. see him cut off. He gets tossed out after you cut, cut off, cut into his arm. Okay. I'll walk outside and kind of follow him. Okay. All right. Um, you see him get up. Look around, scurried. Uh, see uh, how how follow how quick behind or how uh, far behind the two bot the two kind of like bouncers are you? Like right behind him. You're right behind him. Basically, right. yeah, following them as they're throwing him out of the bar, okay, escorting style. Yeah, you yep. see him toss him out in the streets. He gets up, hurried, scrambling, and he just scrambles off in disarray, just scurrying, uh, just in a random direction. See, he runs off. Uh, in the eastern direction, just 
just running wildly with no path, just. Oh, wait, hurt. where are you going? Come on back. Not done with you yet. He is booking it. Yeah, I figured. All right. Okay, I'll go back inside. Okay. All right. Um, for uh, Finks, mm-hmm. uh, for you to uh, concentrate on this, uh, to, the skull to, to learn it, what, what exactly do you need? Uh, ten minutes, essentially. Just quiet time? I don't even think it needs to specify. It's just uh, ritual casting. What it does is it avoids using a spell slot. Okay. And then um, it just takes 10 minutes to do it. So, All right. So I Azoth explains to Finks saying, um, I've pinged an object that I've been looking for. It's over to the east. It, it worked out pretty well when I had you on my shoulders and you were riding with me before. Do you want to kind of two for one this and go with me chill up there focus on your thing and head off with me towards while we go find what i'm looking for see what uh happens yes yes as long as i can concentrate all right um if you want that i can i'll allow it to happen um you're doing detect magic yep and that is just, uh, what are the rules exactly? What do you know about it if it's detect magic? Um, let me pull up the spell. Because let me see what I could tell you as far as being on uh, Azoth's back. And I know you're a goblin. You're a little lighter, smaller. You can, you know, Azoth's a little bit more built up from being in the woods and everything. He could probably, he could, he could backpack you. But the actual time and needs to actually concentrate and cast a spell ritually for 10 minutes is a little bit of a process. So Okay, so maybe we can wait. Well, I want to, what does it tell you? Because if so, it's something okay. light, I can pull, I can give you a little bits. So basically what the spell description says is you sense magic in this way. Um, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. And then you learn the school of magic, if I may. Okay, that you could t- that I'll let you cast simply enough. Uh, okay. You could do that. Um, here it goes. Sure. Either or, all right. Jeez. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys could do that. I say, um, cool. you'd make a. I don't know what an urban survival check. I think it'd be we'll say a survival check. Uh, I'll either let you do a perception check or a survival check. Uh, coming out of the tavern, uh, making your way, journeying in a in the eastern direction. How far are you going? And how long does detect magic last? Or I'm sorry, not detect magic. Locate object. Um, is it ten minutes? Or is that I, I could just be pulling that out of my head. Let me pull it up really quick. Maybe I I, I can't remember offhand. Um, um, ten minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, um, um let's see. Let's talk. Uh, see. All right. So let me get this in. Uh, you you get on his, you get Fink on your back. Uh, you you per you let uh, Remus and Howard know that you go, you're going to go off. Yeah. To this. Okay. Heading towards the east. Uh, I let them know there's a basically 
Uh, something I'm looking for. Uh, I detected that it was to the east. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fink's going to do his thing. and are, are you coming back? Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, we. I just, you know, while you guys are kind of recuperating or checking things out, uh, it's close enough by. It should be like a few streets over. I kind of just want to make sure I'm in the right direction for what I want to do. Do you need help? If you guys want to come along, you could always use some muscle and there might be some fun. And uh, uh, let Howard know that I'm pretty sure that's the direction uh, his friend was running off to as well, to the east. So you might be able to bump into him again. Deal. Let's go. Okay. All right. You guys uh, head, head out of the tavern. Make your way east. The party, uh, a.k.a. What are you looking for? Where are you at? So we'll say uh, by, by the guy that had uh, you had saw have run out, Howard, at the time of him getting going out, I'm assuming he walked back in to go meet up with the rest of the guys before they all walked out? Correct. Yeah, I was walking in probably as they were getting ready to leave. Okay. So as that passing and you go back out, he's gone. So what are you guys looking for? How far? Like, what are you aimlessly just walking in a, in a direction? What are you sensing? Uh, what are you thinking? I, I let them know that... Uh... Pretty much the backstory of one of the relics that are important to the Druidic Temple was stolen, and it's what I've been looking for. It's why I came to Rhinespell, and I've got a lock on it, and I know it's just in this general direction, and hopefully as we get closer, that becomes more of a stronger feeling, like a louder, stronger attachment to it, and if... uh, you know, that, that's where it can take us right now. Not really knowing what else is in store. All right, cool. Um, I'll say uh, the object that you are looking for, you know, it is actually a, thinking about it, it's a crown of flowers that is dipped in a, almost like coated in a platinum, where it's like silver, but it has more of a pure, just ultimate, just this is the highest, finest metal to work with. This is the most enriching and like a prized possession that would be worn almost like on the crowning of wedding, uh, almost like a uni- uniting of families type of a ceremony. You know, between the two between the two clans, when there is times of marriage between, this is present for that that day. So kind of need you're looking for almost like the crown of uh flowers nice dipping uh platinum uh all right so you guys are heading off uh what are you guys looking for amongst the city so like you guys know what the object looks like what are you looking for heading in the east direction anything specific you guys are keeping an eye out at looking for anyone specific kinds of places what are you thinking i'm keeping my eyes okay go ahead i was gonna say i'm just keeping my eyes peeled for those like the other cultists in like the red and black robes, seeing if there's anyone still scurrying in like the, the alleyways or anything. Other than that, I'm just kind of gooning, making sure everyone or Azoth feels like he's protected well with us through the city because I don't know anything about the city. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah, Howard feels the same. Like he's going to keep an eye out for any more extra cult people, but he's trying to keep a note as well too of like any healing shops or like armor shops. Or uh, specifically for 2406 Military Road, Oogie Games. 2406 Military Road, Niagara Falls. Check them out. 
Yeah, so he's uh, keeping a lookout for all that stuff. I hear Howard has a broken game. He needs repaired at Ugi Games. Yep. <laughs> ah, nice guys. Nice. Is that a soda stream? It is. We got one. Oh, nice. I don't know if you guys have ever had. All right, side tangent, guys. Listen, if you haven't, if you don't, if you don't have soda, you know stream, what? Check Spirit. it out. Soda stream. Hit us up. Yeah. yeah right. Sponsor this episode. Not yet nice. sponsored by Soda Stream. Not yet sponsored by, but we'd love to. I mean, get, get us all some pops. I'll get a Soda Stream. We'll drink it on, on camera. Hell yeah. You make your own potions. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what it's uh, Make your own Ooh. potions with Soda Stream. <laughs> Guys, like someone write that down, please. <laughs> no, take note. Um, okay, so that's what you two are looking for. Uh, Fink, you're, you're distracted. I'll let you yep. know, just so you know, throughout the course of this 10 minutes of Azoth leading everyone. You're getting det- you're getting hints of uh, divination magic, as well as uh, almost a bit of illusion magic. Uh-huh. Not like casting the spell. You know that like when you cast a spell and it gives off like a school of magic, it usually refers to like a very distinct. Like hard spell or hard subset, and that's where you're getting the divination. Like this is ma- this is something either di- divinated relation related based, but you're also getting like this weird kind of like if you're ma- like you're eating like a dish and you're like, oh man, this is really good, but I'm getting this off lo- off note of this, and I don't know where it's coming from. You're getting something illusion based coming to you, and you're like, what the hell? Yeah, you're getting notes of those during this during this whole process. Uh, throughout their checks. Azoth, you're looking specifically for, other than like this, your, your object, is there any specific things you're looking in this, in this town that you're looking for? Like specifics? No, just, you're walking. just uh, I'm keeping an eye out on um, the locations, the different, uh, the, the buildings. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. So give me, Give me straight perception checks from everyone then. And then are you guys, how are I'm you guys doing? It. Yeah, you're skipping it. Uh, how are you guys doing this? Are you doing it? Are you just walking in the streets openly or how are you guys traveling? Or uh, Yeah, I think it's just like we're, we're part of the town just okay. kind of as a group of friends walking through. and Okay. Kind of uh, like- just, traffic is a little bit lighter now. Think... Uh, Allentown at like two or at like nine o'clock where it's not busy yet. But in this sense, the town is starting to wind down. It's around that nine thirty, ten o'clock. Uh, certain bars are busy, but most shops are closing up by now. Sorry, Danny, you don't get the reference of Allentown, but you know, there's bubbles. Yes. It's, it's like downtown Orlando. Oh, oh. God. Okay. Go. Yeah. Got it. If, 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 you, if you know the reference, if Ricky's going to do our Florida translations. I got Thank it. you, Ricky. Gotcha. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> so, uh, give me perception checks for you three that are looking around. Uh, I got uh, eight. Nine. Uh, oh, I'll give you with advantage, uh, Mark. <laughs> okay, off. Uh, you get advantage because you are you have locate object. I'll give you that. Uh, 14 then. That's not bad. Remus, what nice. was yours? I got a 10. Um, all right, you're looking off in the alleyways. Yeah. Um, you guys travel 
for about three, four minutes looking around, up and down. It looks like there's general folk. There's always folk in alleyways, either like a bum chilling over there by a side of a building. Someone's leaning up inside of a barrel. Uh, there's there's always a seat. It looks like there's a... You, you see off in one alley a seedy... Almost like a deal is going on between two figures kind of huddled close and looking around for law enforcement. But nothing with the red trim. Nothing with this cultist look. You see. Suspicious. Nothing Nothing cultish suspicious. I mean, there's always suspicion going on. but That's all I'm saying. Yeah, nothing for you. Or uh, in that direction. Uh, with a 14, with locate object, you are uh, you start to feel your trail left off as you're going amongst streets. Kind of like you're walking, you're walking, and then it just it stops. You lost it. And you're looking around. And you're starting to make... You, you could tell that your uh, duration in this in the streets are going from this middle class kind of somewhat lower class to now, all right, you're in the poorer, uh, poorer parts of town more of the, uh, you start to see like these, uh, large manors that are run down and broken down and a tower that is like almost like a mage tower kind of crumbled and broken a piece. And there's this rundown, uh, temple that is cobwebbed. You see big boards up on the door and decrepit looking cemetery behind it. It looks like you're almost like in a run-down, beat-up part of town. You feel that you either just lost connection or something cut the connections off. You're here. And there's some general general hustle and bustle in this end part, but, like, it's not... It's not where you were. It's, like, even over by Mage's Crutch. It wasn't the best part, but you could still feel a little bit more safer walking, walking apart these streets. But as it's getting later... This probably wouldn't be the safest part of town for just anyone to be walking around. So, you're here. Um, all right. Uh, I, I stop him and, and tell him that the connection's been lost, which is uncommon considering I'm able usually to, if it's, if it's on the move, I can tell where it's going. Um, and for it to be drastically cut off like that, probably isn't a good thing um you were you were veering the 10 minutes too okay so it was close like it took you about like 10 minutes to kind of search up and then it just kind of stops just you know tom i can go off a gut feeling and and knowing the kind of crowd we've been dealing with lately if the crown that i'm looking for is in possession of somebody that it'll most likely be towards the most derelict building in the area. Okay. Okay. And they, uh, there's probably a risk at going to it. What we've dealt with so far, but I, I would go off my gut feeling and say that's where that would be. Okay, you're looking around and uh, make perception check. You're, you're telling everyone else about this. Yeah. All right. Um, Twelve. Twelve. There's a couple beat-up-looking buildings. Uh, peering in, you see the temple looks pretty boarded up, beat up. The very top of it looks like there was a bell tower, but even that's, like, crumbled in. A uh, couple, like, beat-up-looking shacks. 
cemetery is just beat to all hell, broken tombstones only make one back, one structure looks somewhat stable in the back of the cemetery. You can't tell what it is back there. Uh, and next to the cemetery looks like what almost looked like, like to be on, like a larger manor hotel. But it hasn't seen business in quite a few years. Yeah. Ask Remus what he wants to do. Well, what looks the most appealing to, to him and his uh, amber eye? Uh, so there's a hotel looking building, a weird shack building. Cemetery with one one nice nicer structure than the rest of them. And then okay. a- um if so we're looking for who took have you told us who you suspect took this uh druidic root el- relic? We don't know. Uh okay. it could be a member of the opposing tribe or just a thief in general. It's it's uh, one of those balancing things. Like they both yeah. in play for there to be balance, and oh. the removal of the one object, uh, certain wars coming between the two tribes. Um, I would say we're looking for an object. No one knows where it is. I say we go for the graveyard with the one nice building. Oh, okay. I assume there's some sort of dastardly deed happening there. Or maybe there's a nice, just like, grave digger that's there and weird and has a dog. We can be (laughs) friends. All right. Uh, So by this point, you would have detected uh, this by, uh, your your, uh, detect magic would have uh, lit up, Fink. Um you do realize that this is an object. I don't know if it does. Does it tell you if you can, if you realize if you can attune to it? If it's uh, I didn't a, if specify it's, that. Um, you can, I'll say this one. With the tech magic, you get the hint that this may be an item that is attunable. Ooh. How long does that take? That'd be an hour of attuning. Okay. Well, we'll do that later then. Yeah. So if you guys did leave any objects that you guys were looking at, you're, they're not attuned yet, by the way, for uh, Remus and Howard with the necklace and the gloves. Yes. All right. So, you guys uh, are going to head towards the cemetery, or check out something else, or how are you guys going to head there? What are you guys looking forward to do, specifically? Yeah, we'll head towards the cemetery, I guess. I mean, should we? Should we get rooms? Are we going to be here a while? I. This always happens. We're just in a town, and we don't know what to do. I know. Hold on, oh, you no, said I'm saying it's Howard. You said it's getting close to dark time, right? Yeah, it's around oh, okay. 9.30. Yeah, I, um, I suppose we should, get we should probably get a room and then, what, do some ghost hunting in the cemetery? See if we can find this thing. As long as we don't find anything crazy in the hotel bar. Remember that one time with the crazy old lady and Damien? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that never was, saw that who was he stayed with, but Damien, man, he never was the same again. Never was, yeah. <laughs> you know what? 
I'm gonna break the wall here. I think something happened to Damien, and that's why he vanished and he was like a ghost afterwards. Like I think something ate his soul or took him away, and they just sent like an astral projection with us for like a day and a half, and that's why he just vanished in the snow, like <laughs> dust in the wind. And back. Oh. Oh, just when Damien when Damien's uh outcome comes out, I just can't wait. Some point. Um, I'm excited. Oh, um, so, for the rest of the party, Damien is this kid that was kind of bullied into leading us to his lair. I and wouldn't then, say bullied. He was more persuaded. Persuaded, uh, sure. Under strong circumstance. Um, and then he was persuaded to come with us on a journey to ice caves. And then I'm pretty sure he is hypothermia and is just in the snow somewhere. <laughs> But we saw his go- We saw like him. Rune and I had both seen him the first day we came to this world when we were taking washes overnight. So anything could happen. Um, let's get rooms for now. All right. All right. Can I look around. Is there like an inn nearby or um nearby? Nothing is st- nothing that sticks out in this town, this part of the area that looks like any inns or anything like that. Not off at first glance. Are there any hey, piles of hay? Is the tavern boarded up? Tavern? You didn't say there was a tavern. Oh, like almost like a little like like a hotel, like manor. I yeah. said. Yeah. Um, the manor does not look boarded up. It just looks like it hasn't seen anyone in it for many years. Many many years. There. Yeah. Fair. You guys can tr- yeah. stay in the haunted ha- haunted manor. Oh, yeah, let me yeah. try and open it. All right. Yeah, definitely. Let's do that. Nice. Nice. All right. Um, There's four of us. Come on, Kevin. Yeah. You can open it. How many use? Kevin, the key knife. All right. It's, but it's boarded up, so I... Uh... There is this. Okay. Uh, you guys go up to this manor. Uh, and when I say like it's a haunted manor, it's, it looks like as if it was like a micro-mansion at one point. Kind of. Where it's got a, a three, four big, it's four big columns out in front holding up part of the house. Larger than the house you, tr- you were looking at, Remus, in uh, Berghold. This is about double the size, about two of those houses. Huge. It's... Uh, a little micro-mansion, basically. Um, four big pillars up in front. A large, open, front, decrepit-looking garden now with this uh, driveway-ish paved-in road that wraps in around it. Almost like horse carriages to come up and around. There's a side barn you can see set off to, if you're looking at it, to the right in the back. Almost like a way to, like, like almost like a garage, like a little barn yard garage where you could park like the horses and the carriages um, has at least 20 windows from the front lot majority of them majority of them all with curtains closed and 
uh, cobwebs covered, some of them with boards up and down on them, very dusty. Uh, the walls of this are, of, of, of the manners you are, is, can see it just from afar. I don't know how close you're walking up yet or not. But they have this paint that's chipping off, almost it's going down to the bare wood by now. And it has this faint blue paint that was that was thrown on it back when it was first built and probably maintained very nicely at one point. Now it's kind of just been left to sit. You walk up to the uh, front door step, and uh, where you walk up, you pass these, it's almost like a front porch, and it's raised about five feet with these three or four steps curved and turned up to the front of it. And as you step up, the wood porch that covers the whole front of this house, and even off to the left, you see as you walk up, it starts to wrap around to the back part of the house. And as you step up each step, what's your party's order as you're walking up these stairs or as you walk up to the house who's looking at what let me guys let me know what you guys are doing uh i would assume i'm just kind of walking cautiously because I, I in my head remus doesn't think anything's there but he doesn't want to make noise either so he's just kind of casually walking not trying to fall through any broken boards and go to the door and hope Kevin the Keyknife works. Okay, so you're you're leading the you're leading the line. Sure. Okay. Yeah, like a like a diamond like okay. <laughs> diamond formation. Diamond uh, formation. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, diamond. Kind of, yeah, I kind of got all covered. You know. Um, yeah. Okay. Who's in the back? Um, Howard would probably be in the back, just kind of keeping an eye out behind us, make sure we still else is watching us. I, I think you would have hopped off at this point if you're done. Okay. I was going to say, is this triangle or diamond formation? <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's diamond, then you guys are... All right, let's do diamond. Yeah. Okay. Um, a little think mini. A little think. Like a little brain. All right. You guys walk up. Uh, as you're stepping up, Remus, uh, you get to the top step leaning up uh, these stairs, and you hear a... I need you to make a deck save for me, please. Oh, yeah. I knew this would happen. I was being cautious and aware. That's <laughs> uh, going to be a 14. 14? Nice. Uh, just nice enough. As you are all stepping up, Remus taking the lead goes to take a step out the top of the uh, top of this little stairs, little steps leading up into the porch, and as it breaks in and snaps in, you see a little uh, little bit of dust go out of it as you quickly sidestep it and step off and around and up it, and uh, step step around and just miss getting your foot stuck in this hole. Woo! All right. You walk upstairs. Uh, where do you, you walk straight to the door? Yeah, I'm walking right at the door. Okay. All right. Um, as you walk up the do- up and over, you walk over to the door. I need you to make another dexterity check for me. Oh, sad. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. You hear the another uh, 
another board panel go, and just as it starts to crack, you easily take your foot off and side and step off step off of it, not breaking it in. And oh, whew, little catch, and you're up to the door. Um, you guys all see that. Uh, seeing Remus take his time to step up, see, notice that this wood is probably a little over rotted. So you want to be careful on your way up through it. Stepping up, to, stepping up and onto this porch. Uh, you're gonna try. You're gonna go and try and open the door, or what are you guys doing? I'm going to try and unlock it with Kevin the key knife. Okay. Howard's keeping an eye out too, by the way, for anybody that might be watching or following us or whatnot. Yep. We're you- kind of all on guard. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm are gonna you check all- the underside of the floorboards for any like mushrooms or funguses. That might be useful. All right, cool. Um, so you get down, and you start scurrying. Are you like poking your head down and looking in? Oh yeah, or, we're getting oh, in there. You're getting in there. Sweet. Yeah. Make a make an investigation check. Uh, that is a four. Four. Uh, you see a little. You see a couple. Mu- a couple darker looking mushrooms, kind of black looking, and have these little black spots on them. All right. Perfect. Grab them. Sweet. Mark uh, black spotted mushrooms. We'll figure out what those do. Had enough time. Um. Yeah. Uh, are you Azoth and Howard? Are you guys jump getting up on the porch as well, following him, or are you yeah. guys staying off? All right. Yeah. No, I'll be following too. All right. I need you guys both make. See. Um. Azoth, you have to make two dexterity checks as two of the different steps that you had stepped on. You feel a crack. Okay. Uh, so first one. 14. That's good. And 13. All right. So 14. Uh, first one, you step over. You feel the, the floorboard as uh, you step over a little over where Remus had planted and the foot goes <laughs> as it goes a break in you quickly pull off and as you put your foot down on the second spot uh feeling so sh- assured and, and so glad that you didn't fall in your second foot uh step came down a little too hard and breaks through as you feel your left leg go ah, ah down to like your knee inside Ugh. this all right I'm going to try to move over to Azoth and try to help him up out of the uh, boards. Okay. And let me see something. I need... (laughs) All right. Um... Uh... All right. Um, you're gonna he- you're gonna start helping him pull him up. Yeah, pull him, him out, out of it? the boards. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you start to pull him out of the boards. Uh, make a strength check. Trying to get him out. Sure. Nineteen. Okay. As you uh, pull him out, you see his leg just. Poof, uh, Yank out of the uh, floorboards, uh, all free, and probably would have sucked 
if you kept your foot in there, you, who knows what what's uh, going on underneath this uh, porch, but your foot is free now. Okay. Can um, can Howard like peer through the hole and see if he sees anything down there? Yeah. Uh, pop your head in there. Or how gonna, how do you want? I'm not going to pop want, my head in want, there. I'm just going to kind of pop look your head in there. It. How yeah, how yeah. do you want to? So what are you just kind of looking down? Yeah. Okay. Make a perception check. All right. Uh, that is a 16. 16. It looks dark. Um, does Howard have dark vision or no? No, he does not. Oh. It looks dark down there, and you think you see something moving, but can't tell for sure if it's the a glare of the light or what it is. You I don't know. Take- yeah, sure. Go for it. I, I go to peek down and see, like, what it was that I almost just, like, lost my leg to. Okay. Um, and looking down the wood, it just looks like just, just wood just broke in. Uh, peering down, make a perception check as well. You see movement of something kind of just sliding amongst the surface of the ground. Something slick in texture and a little bit of a bubbling of something just kind of crawling on the ground of like pulling and almost a an oozy looking substance just pulling out and pulling its way across the ground and rolling itself over. It's like a black mass of something going slowly just reaching for the top of where the wood is and then falling down and just and just kind of moving its way over. Uh, all right, I, I tell the guys what I just saw. All right. Uh, at this point, Fink, how long are you looking underneath and looking around for mushrooms? Are you just kind of seeing it scooping and then pulling your head out? Or no, during okay, this? I'd, I'd be looking for all the good stuff. You're, you're, you're peeking under? Mm-hmm. Uh during this whole foot interaction, would your head still be under looking? Mm-hmm. All right. With now this, you see at your face going coming after you is this oozy looking substance because you have black, you have dark vision and you're right up in there, and you see this rolling mound of just kind of almost like a venom looking type material, like symbiote, like just rolling and curling, kind of like bubbling itself on the ground. And as it's touching some of the wood, it's starting to kind of crawl up part of the wood and then falling and reaching up for it. And it looks like it's looking for something. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm going to pull my head out then and slowly mm-hmm. step off the uh, stairs there. Okay. You pull out. Yeah, I'm going to relay that information as well. I'll confirm uh, what Azoth saw. Okay. It looks hungry. <laughs> what are you doing? What? So Howard will dig in his backpack real quick and pull out a torch okay. and light it with the flint and right. uh, kind of stick the torch fire first through the hole and see if I can burn it. 
or kind of like make it scared to go away from the fire? Okay. Um, you put it in, and do you know what you're looking at now? By now, uh, based off of what they told me, I have an idea. So I'm just gonna okay. kind of stick it in, see if I can like use the heat to keep it away from us. Okay. Uh, you you put in a torch and you start looking around, and you see this black puddingish material going to kind of reel back and recur, sensing the heat and attempting to move a little further. Seeing the heat move, it moves around and starts to kind of out of the way. But it looks like an animal with... It has an intelligence of one, but it still has a... On a very primal instinct of stalking. You know what I'm saying? It's got like a... It's only got an intelligence of one with a negative five modifier, but it still has this primal sensation of this is where food is type of a feeling i will noticing that i will fling the torch on top of it oh uh make a attack roll with disadvantage tossing a lit torch underneath a dry rotted porch Um, Where, where is remus still on the porch Oh yeah, Remus oh. is on the porch. Which are you I got a plan. Of, Don't worry. <laughs> which, by the way, real quick, by now, what was your check to uh, unlock? I didn't make it. Yeah, you didn't. Oh, I, we didn't discuss. Okay. Um, um, well, I'm not going to even make you make a check. Just uh, so by this point, you have gotten up into the door. What do you want to do while this is happening, or what are you doing? I'm using Kevin the key knife to open the door. You're going. You're going right for it. Okay. Yeah. So what is that again? That is a sleight of hand check. And I don't think they have... What is that? Um, Dex. I think it's just sleight of hand, right? Sleight of hand. Yeah, Yeah, sleight of hand. Checking one thing. Please hold. While he's doing that, I rolled a 16. Cool. 21. Okay. Um, okay. So, if you, uh, immunities, what is it prone to? Okay. Um, so you see this form of, uh, this pudding, jelly-ish slime material stalking just on a primal instinct. You toss the torch right on it. And you, the torch is right in the center of it, and you hear this, this like writhing, shrieking sensation come from this little puddle, and you start to see it like wobble as it folds in on itself in pain, and kind of folds in and flips and wraps around on itself, and the light is snuffed down, and you see a little bit of smoke come up as it absorbs and sucks in the torch as it goes dark. In your face. Which in your mis- face. In your face. Like it, now your you're face. down there looking or where you're looking down, it's now dark again. And, oh, you're lucky. Luckily, none of the torch uh, flames sparked the porch on fire. You're okay. lucky there. To burn the place down. Um, I will reactionary, like, pull out real quick and kind of tell... 
everybody. Um, yeah, so this thing down here is uh, gathering things. We might want to hurry up and move or get out of here. Okay. Uh, with a 21, Remus. <laughs> Door opens up outward. Uh, past your well, it unlocks. I don't know if you open it or not. I guess that's what well, you hear yeah. locking, and it's a pull to open if you wish to. So, sure. All right, you go to pull this door, and it's this big, heavy door. And as you pull, you can feel the uh, cobwebs kind of pulling from the doors as it as it opens. Uh, who knows who the last visitors were here? So, front doors open. Oh. I thought that was a question. I was like, I have no idea. No, no, that's it. Um, how does the floor look compared to the porch? Looks beat up. Not as not as weathered and rotten. Uh, more, being protected from the from the weather from being inside the house, mm. it does still look a little bit worn, run down, and worn and. I don't know if it looks ransacked in here, but it looks old. Kind of, you know, like your typical haunted house. Like the, some of the furniture that are in this open voyeur, this open room when you come in. It, uh, you walk in, it's kind of like this. You, you walk into this open room, kind of like a little foyer that you see a staircase off to your right that heads up to the upstairs Fair. balcony. Um, to the left, you see it. There's a, there's a hallway that goes in front of you that opens. You can see it opens into a large chamber room down the hall to the front. You see there is a, there's a right, there's a manor side off to the right and off to the left that heads off into two different wings of the house. Like Casper's um, house. Kind of. I haven't seen Casper in a minute. Uh, I will inform everyone else that I open the door. Um, be careful on your walk to the door. And also be careful inside because I don't really know if the floor in here is safe yet either. Okay. Um, I go inside. Yeah. Um, being quick and looking at the floor, you you could take just being you being a rogue and being used to sneaking in and breaking into places that may be kind of run down in search of loot and hidden treasure. A uh, couple of quick taps of the floor, knowing what you're feeling for. This not this feels sturdy and secure while you're in here. So you guys are now in a for you that for those of you that walked in, you're now in a ran down haunted manor. Not haunted, but I mean like Right. Spooky. A typical spooky. It looks spooky. spooky. Like spooky. you're assuming it's haunted probably. Yeah, I'll I'll hop it if I can. Alright. Walk right on in. Alright. What do you guys want to do? What are you looking for? Where are you going in here? I don't know. We're looking for a bed. Before I door the uh, before well, I try that again. Before I close the door behind me, I'm gonna take out one of my rations and kind of throw it on the side of the staircase and see if the little black ooze comes out for it or not. All right. Um, on the side of the stair, so you're trying to like throw it like out to where you guys walked up, or throw it into it, or what? Do you, where are you trying to throw it on the like stairs? out on, like out of the like the side of the stairs to try to lure it out from underneath the stairs. from underneath it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, into the house. No, no, outside of the house. No, yeah, like I know, yeah. Okay, right. that's what I want to make sure. Um, take some time, but you slowly start to see this ooze kind of creep up and slowly pull its way over towards the food and just start to just 
not all of it comes up, but just part of it, kind of like as it as more of it reaches up and out of the hole, it gets thinner and thinner, and it grabs at it, and then pulls it in, and that, and it eats it and just kind of pulls it back. That's very interesting. Just going to pretend that never happened, and I'm going to close the door behind us. Okay. Okay. Right, look around the house, I guess. Yeah, I think we should uh, explore it. See what, see what's there. I'm for walking around. Okay. Do we see like any sort of like remnants of the people who lived here? I feel like that's the best way to put it. Like, does it look like anyone lived here? Are there any paintings or anything? Like. Yeah, um, make perception checks, looking around. Perception check. You get a five. Song five. And. Ooh, six. Six. I rolled a five. All right, what are you all looking for? Um... I guess the same thing as what Remus is looking for, like any evidence that somebody might have lived here recently and just left, or if everything seems old or what. Okay. Uh, I figured since uh, we're already here, that's one spot in the area where it could be. I'm still looking for the crown. Okay. Are you popping a spell for it, or is that it? Um, I think for right now, I'm just going to rely on looking before I cast... Uh, Locate object again. Okay. Um, all right, real quick. I just want to make sure I was setting up sounds for this for ambiance. Uh, you, any, did anyone have above a 10 on the perception checks? No? You all had below 10s? 10. You had 10? Five. five. Okay. Six. Um, it was like five, six, five. All right, yeah. good. So a uh, round check. So as far as seeing if anyone had lived here before or recently... It's, it's been anywhere from a good five to seven, maybe ten years. As at one point, this looked like to be a bustling place. Uh, you don't know when abouts in directly or what happened exactly, but this looked to be more of a upper echelon type of a house, possibly one of the higher council from a from a past time. You don't know. It looks like it, it belonged to wealthy class, where there was a distinct. Um, this house was kept well-preserved so that when it was run down, it still ha- holds a nobility look to it, where it wasn't just a, uh, some middle-class house that was kind of left to, left to just kind of fade away and just rot. No, there, there was well-care, like the wood here, like even being empty for the past better part of a decade, it still holds its firmness in the floor. It still is a uh, well-put-together um, you don't see any set paintings specifically of anyone specific, but you do see, you know, tattered drapes on the walls, maybe ripped down. Um, with that much of a check, you don't see offhand anything as far as a family distinct, like, like no set portraits or family uh, markings you don't see with that much of a check, at least at first glance. Yeah. <laughs> 
before we go any further in the uh, into the house, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm assuming if we're in this wide open foyer and I can actually see a lot of it, uh, I want to cast fine traps and see if there's any nonsense going on. And anything immediately before we get too farther in that could alert anything. Okay. Um, what does fine traps do? I've never seen it. So uh, do you mind reading says, me the... Yeah, sure. It says, uh, sense the presence of any trap within range that is within my line of sight. Uh, trap for the purpose of the spell includes anything that would inflict a sudden or unexpected effect that is harmful or undesirable. Uh, it would sense an area affected by an alarm spell, a glyph of warding, or a mechanical pit trap, but not weaknesses in the floor. It's like like, they, like, like regular land stuff it wouldn't pick up, but like actual set trappings. Um, yeah. Nothing. You don't. You don't sense nothing within your sight. Within your sense of sight. And just you know, the, the, this main foyer that you kind of walked in. It's about a space of the like twenty feet by ten feet deep in, with the stairs right in front of you, and then the hallway like right there. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, right. you don't sense nothing yet. I'll let the guys know for now. It's clear. Is there anything like shiny or expensive looking on display? Because that's immediately where I would go to kind of just fiddle around and play with. Um, with that che- with that uh, perception check you initially rolled, I would say no. Okay. I don't know if you want to kind of make a make an investigation check. I'll let you roll something different and take time to look for something different now if you want to. Sure. But I'll do that with a three. So I'm aimlessly wandering. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'll say. Curiosity has peaked you looking, and you start heading off to the left side of the foyer and down the hallway to the left that opens up into a, a dining kitchen room where foyer has a small uh, archway to your left and a little bit of a dining hall, like a you know, like a nice like family dining room with a big table at it with a cabinetry, kind of like where you would put like your china plates and all that. And then you can see a door on the other set of this, on the other side of this room, leading uh, straight to your left, and then a door leading to your, when you. So when you walk, when you turn left and walk into this dining room, there'd be a door to your straight ahead of you, or a door to your right. Okay. Um, you're you start you heading into the, this dining room area is uh, you do start to like see uh, rusted and kind of not really actually no not would it be rusted but like dusty tarnished. Uh, green corrosive uh, like spoons and silverware sets kind of yeah. laid out. How many? How um, many places have they set? There is a table set for 12. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, 12 people. Five sets on each side and one at each head. Kind of like one at uh, the top and the bottom and there'd be five up and down each All side. All right. I'm going to go sit at the head of the table. I'm just go sit at the head of the table? Feel rich for a minute. Okay. Is there like a giant elaborate painting in the entranceway? Um, there is. Uh, What's on it? Check for Scooby Doo eyes. That that's the first thing. The other <laughs> one is check for secret door. <laughs> uh, so uh, looking around, you see that. So when you walk into the foyer, there is the set of stairs to your right, kind of like right in front of you to the right, and on the wall. So like the hallway that goes straight in front of you. That leads to the left of where, like, the staircase goes up under. On that wall, there is a, there is, like, almost like a family painting 
of uh, three figures done up all nicely. And they're the where they, the faces are, it's like torn and wrapped and like tattered and ripped down. Like covering it so you can't see any like you can't see who who people are distinctly. I would like to take the painting off the wall with my mage hand. Painting is oh let me say painting by the way is let's see. How much does it weigh? Three foot by at least two feet, three and a half feet tall, two feet wide. Huge big painting. Okay. Uh, painting weighs, I don't know. 20 pounds? I mean, Mark, I don't know. Do you paint a lot? How much would a canvas that size be? Would it would something like that way? Like, I don't know. Like 50. Um, Lay it on me, Mark. He could, he could lift it. It would just be awkward. It's one of those things where, like, it would take two people to really get it up there, but... Like, it, weight? Like, 20 pounds? Like a painting? I don't know. It, it, I would it, say it depends on the frame. Like the, frame. Frame. the canvas yeah. itself would be light. If the frame is, like, ornate, then that's going to add the weight to it. I'm yeah, really- it's a, like an ornate frame. It's probably like a 50 pounds then. About like really done oh. up nice. He- some heavy, nice, uh, some heavy, nice, like brass frame. Um, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> no, I have an idea. I just, it, that, that was my reaction to my own idea. Um, I'm going to. All right. So Kevin, the key knife, correct me if I'm wrong. He is still key shaped, but partially sharp. He's key shaped, but like, like the actual like, if this was the key, right? Like right here, yeah. Like this is the key. The teeth over here, it feels like a sharp blader on it. Like it's All not right, sharped so- like a knife. It's yeah. just like the key. the The teeth are a little bit bladed. So what I would like to do is use Kevin to. It's like, it's like a shiv, kind of more or less. Around the entire frame and cut the painting out. He just wants the canvas, not the frame. Yeah. Okay. And that would probably be like no more than three pounds. Easily. Yeah. That would just be nicely. Right. Do I just see the frame? Yeah. You you cut it out and it's just the you you cut out a nice frame of photo. I would like and to take see a dagger. A wall behind it. I would like to take a dagger and try and poke through the frame really quick to make sure. The poke. Oh. I want to know the wall's solid, is what I'm saying. Oh, oh, like the actual frame of the of the of yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You put you poke in, and the wall is a solid wall. Okay. Yes, it is. Um, I'm going to roll up the canvas of this sad shredded family and put it in my pack. Got for enough. For a rainy day. Okay. Um, all right. So. <laughs> We're in this house. Um, Got that mood setting. Where do you guys want to go? Yeah, so real quick, who is who's going where? So Fink. While that was all happening, Howard would have gone. Yeah, while that was all happening, Howard would have gone upstairs. Is there anyone upstairs? Is there anywhere else to go on that first floor besides to the left? To there's a there's a wing to the right. You can make your way off to. I'd probably go to the right. All right, so you go off to the right? Yeah, I'd go off um, to the right. Howard said he would go upstairs. Fink's to the left, and Remus is back. in the middle right now. <laughs> awesome. So I, I would assume after I do that lovely excavation of the painting, I'm just going to see Fink and go that way to the left. Because okay. he's looking for shiny stuff, and I like shiny stuff. Would, uh, would, you, would, you, would you be walking in as he's sitting in the chair, or are you trying to follow him in to, as he's getting into the chair? How, what's that point? 
I would assume he's he's just chilling in the chair right now. Got it. Yeah, I'm gonna pick up a glass and kind of like he's he's mid like scene <laughs> in his head where he's just like pretending that he is ruling the yeah. household. Yeah, I uh, show up, Pink Manor. <laughs> um, <laughs> cool. So, uh, Fink, we're gonna pick up with you in a second, but I want you to know that as you go to pull the glass up. As Remus is walking, as you go to pull the glass up, uh, the glass is stuck to the table and it oh. won't pull. Make a strength check. Azoth, as you're walking down the hallway to the right, it's about a 20 foot in length and you see a uh, double door. 10? Got it. Uh, you see on a double door at the very end of the hallway. Uh, and it's not large, not like a double hallway wide. It's more like a single door, but it splits in two, and it's to open up either one way or not. You don't balloon, know. Balloon style? Uh, no, no, no. Like More like you don't know, but it's oh. it looks like it can open up. It's going to open up in or out rather than uh, one single door. So you can okay. tell that walking up to it. All right. Um, as you're walking down this hall, make a perception check. Thirteen. Thirteen? Um. As you're walking up to this door, you see that there is a painting on the wall to the right of you um, as well. Uh, check out the painting. It is a uh, painting. Again, uh, ornate looking features on the frame. And uh, same thing, family portrait, but it's torn down as well. Um, I, I'm also equipped with a dagger and, uh, I'll go through the same motions as, uh, Remus did just to kind of, uh, see if there's anything going on unusual with the painting. Okay. So I'm going to cut it out and. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Um, so right before we pick up with, uh, pick up back to Fink, we'll say, uh, you go to cut in, make a, make an attack roll to see how like hard in and, and like you can cut into it with with your knife or a dagger. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. You go to dag in and go to start cutting, and this doesn't feel like canvas. This doesn't feel like paper. This feels almost like this. Uh, almost like a thick, leathery texture. And as you go to pull the dagger, you feel the painting start to move a little bit. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. All right. Um, oh, no. Anthony, you dirty, dirty man. Eleven. Eleven? Eleven. All right. Um, you, you move somewhat out of the way, but not enough as the painting falls off of the wall. And the ripped portion where the family's heads were, you see it begin to open up and a tongue slips out as a, as a face and a mouth begins to fall on your body and partially on your hand. As the painting comes to life, more or less, and begins gnawing and 
crunching and about to, and begins to chew on your arm. Uh, that's happening. Uh, what the hell is this thing called again? Yep. That's what, yep. Uh, by the way, Tony or Fink, yes. as you go to pull your cup, you go to pull it up, just a little more aggressive now. And as it pulls up, you see it go and slams back to the table as the chair begins to rumble. And starts to, you feel almost like a tongue is on your, your buttocks as it's going, <laughs> as you feel the back of the chair begin to, begin to hook down and Remus, you see the chair fold in and begin to maul in on Fink. Howard, like you are walking throw, up the stairs. I would like to throw a dagger at the chair. All right. You throw a dagger, Fink, I'll say make a dexterity save to try and get out of this before it full on happens, but. All um, right, I rolled a five. I'm in five. a chair. <laughs> You're in a chair, and you are about to get munched on by a uh, chair mimic. Okay. That's uh, what they're called. Yo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Remus, throw your, uh, throw your dagger at it, as you are saying. All right, it's going to be... 16. 16. Uh, 16 hits uh, as you... Right at the top of the chair, near like one of like a, like one of the top parts of it, you hear a as it crunches down more and attempts to begin to bite Fink. Oh no! Do I get to do damage on it still? Um, yeah, I'll let you. I'm gonna let you roll damage, but it's aggressive biting. Go on. That is fifteen damage. Woohoo! All right, hold on. Let's see chair. Snuck up on that chair. So fifteen. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, Azoth, what do you want? What do you wish to do? This is we're gonna kind of run this in tandem, bouncing um, back and wild. forth. Um, as a painting has come to life and it has fallen on your arm and is now gonna try and munch in you, and you can feel like your arm is inside the painting. As the belly of this thing kind of has opened up, and it's weird. It's a weird feeling. Um. Um. Cast beast bond on it. Okay. Um. Because if I can, if if I can connect with the the mimic, then uh, maybe I can get it to stop and at least enough to figure out what's going on or if it's connected anyway with the uh, the other mimics like if it's as, like a, a collective if that makes okay. sense um make uh, or what does beast bond do I've, n- I've never I've never played as a druid or never had a, a <laughs> druid pl- a druid player really so just throw uh, it a- it says you establish a telepathic link with a beast you touch that is friendly to you or charmed by you the spell fails if the intelligence is four or higher uh, if the spell ends, the link is active while you and the beast are within line of sight of each other. Through the link, it can understand your telepathic messages, uh, telepathically communicate emotions and concepts, and when it's active, the beast gains advantage on attack rolls against any creature within five feet that I can see. Okay, all right. Um, let's see, distinctfully establish a link with one beast. All right, all right, all right. Uh, if that's a no, then I'll just yell for Howard. Yeah. Let me see. I don't know if the mimic would be considered as a beast. It is a. 
shape changer monstrosity. Mm. Yeah, mimic really isn't a beast. The beast would right. be more of an animal, but yeah. So then you I wouldn't you wouldn't feel the telepathic link kit. Then I would yell for Howard. Okay. So how would like you be to, to hear screaming? Ah! I would like to think like this entire time Howard is up there like Stan Lee in the Spider-Man movie while like you know everybody's going off in the background <laughs> fighting and stuff and just Stan Lee's just over there talking doing whatever he's doing. Uh, yeah, so Howard would uh, hear that and start rushing down towards uh, Azoth <laughs> where he's hearing the help. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So we'll say it's going to take you a turn to get down to help and start to help him out. Uh, we're going to jump over to Fink and Remus dealing with this chair at the table. Um, see, Fink, you are currently grappled okay. from it. Um, also grappled. Uh, see, you can, I think you can make a, you can make a roll at the end of your turn. Let's see. So ends with that. Um, Let's see, when can you make it? Yeah, to, I think that's at the end of your turn, you can make an attempt to, to pull out of it. So you're currently grappled by this chair. What do you want okay. to do? Um, so I can't do any, can I cast a spell or am I unable to do that? You can cast a spell. You're still kind of stuck to this chair in its mouth adhesively. You're on its tongue and it's about to like start to chew on your back. So... Okay. You can cast a spell. It's going to be a little difficult to probably, you know, depending on what you want to do. Um, I want to cast the spell Sanctuary. Okay. So, uh, award a creature within range. Um, okay. So, myself. Yep. Um, until end of turn, excuse me, until the spell ends, any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or a harmful spell must make a wisdom saving throw on a failed save. It must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. Um. And then it doesn't protect me from anything area of effect. And if I make an attack or do anything offensive, then the, the sanctuary goes away. Okay. So I'll cast it on myself. Okay. So you cast it on yourself. Uh, this creature begins to lick you to go take another bite. And it has the... It, it, it's piqued the interest looking up at... Remus now entering the room, throwing a dagger at it, and you see it, it, it doesn't let go of you, because it's not making an action to hold on to you. You're, you're adhesively stuck into its tongue and its grapple, but it's not going to bite at you. So you can begin to see this chair go as the chair begins to like push and move itself sideways, trying to scoot its way around to the other end of the table. Okay. To where Remus is. So you guys are seeing a chair try and hop itself around. Beat in the B style, I guess. <laughs> kind of like pushing and slide in itself. Remus, your turn in this room. Oh wait, can I can I attempt to ungrapple still? Oh yes, yes. Make it make a strength check to to get out. All right, minus one. Here we go. All right. Where's my d twenty? There it is. I roll a. Two minus one. Two. Oh, this is this is a sticky tongue. <laughs> sticky I tongue. Always, so, um, I guess I'll just throw a couple of daggers at it as it starts to inch its way towards me. Okay. Um, make a attack. Make attack rolls on it. Yeah. Psychic dagger, dagger. Yeah. Let's go. 18? 18? That hits. 
Alright. That hits it. Four. Ten damage. Ten damage. I'll um I'll say uh you you get the parry because of an enemy, or you get the uh What's it called? Sneak attack because you got an enemy. You got an enemy in its in its uh, way being distracted yeah. by it. Did you add that in with it? Yep, that was ten. All right, cool. Ten damage in. Nice. And then the second dagger is going to be a seventeen. That also hits. Four. Six damage. All right, nice. It hits. I just imagine I see stuffing flying around, things. <laughs> All right, let me see real quick. Um, it has advantage on attack rolls against sneak future grapple by it, so I can do that. Um, to the pods. See real quick. Um, nope, there's nothing to break its hold on something. It has to just get out of it. It's kind of like the sticky, tra- sticky trap. You have to get out of it. It's not going to let go of you that all right so you're still you're still stuck into this body and it's still just making and sliding its way over towards you remus it's got barely any movement um i'm going to use my movement to just kind of sidestep it (laughs) no like like i'm imagining it's going one way around the table and i'm just going to keep inching the opposite way around the table (laughs) (laughs) all right all right you you inch the way around nice um (laughs) Uh, all right you went your way around you're stepping around we'll back over to the uh, painting it's now uh azoth your turn the painting then we'll say howard's so i'm gonna attempt to try and as i'm yelling for howard i'm trying to pull my arm out of the painting as well okay are you doing anything other than that or just making the full strength check to pull to pull your arm out um i'm just trying to get my arm pulled out okay because it's still attached to the wall so, oh no no! So it's, it's so the painting fell off the wall and is falling on your arm. Yeah, then I'm trying so to like it, it. It kind of like was held on and it like latched itself. So the painting was like, yeah, I'm trying to just pull out and get away from it too. Okay, uh, make a make a strength roll. All right. Is it? Let me see. Is it save or is it a roll? Yeah, ability check. Um, four. Oh, I'm so sorry. Real quick. Also, uh, grapples are at disadvantage. Uh, escapes are at disadvantage. So roll one more at disadvantage. See what it is. Four failed, but I want to see if it's an at one. How dare you? Disadvantage? 18? All right. You're good then. Still paintings on your arm then. Um, you know who I blame that on? Chessex Dice. Chessex Dice. Still I have, sponsored us. You know what? What's I, the deal, bro? Come on, Chessex. You know what, Chessex? Listen, I haven't made these uh, the, these attack rolls for the pseudopods yet, so let's actually do this. Okay. Um, with that being your turn, Azoth, the painting now feeling flesh and an arm inside of its maw. It's going it to take a big chomp down on you, your arm. And it is a 16 to hit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, 14 to hit. Does it hit? Um, Your AC. Let's 
What am I rolling? I'm sorry. No, no, no. So it'll be your AC armor class. Oh, it's 11. 11? All right, so that hits it then. Uh, ooh, your armor is low. I'm going to get you some armor. Okay, you take that. So uh, you feel this bite come down your arm as you feel a crunch into your trunch in. Uh, you get hit with 1d8. Hard. 1d8 plus 3 piercing damage plus 1d8 acid damage. That's 3 plus 3. So you feel 6 uh, bites as a teeth pierce into your arm as well as uh, 11 damage as you feel this acid start to seep out of the pit of this painting where your finger, where your hand is in and it starts to bubble and uh, be dropped and you start to feel it start to hit your hand as this acidic burn starts to boil inside of it. So you yeah. take 11 damage of acid as well. So, okay. uh, Howard, you walk, you come down and seeing this uh, painting just, just munch on him. Uh, Gonna look like a little shocked, like, what the hell? And tried and true, Eldritch Blast, the painting. All right. Uh, make attack roll. All right. Uh, uh, that is, <laughs> wow, eight. Eight. That was a horrible. Ooh, eight. Um, roll a d4 for me. On a one, you hit uh, Azoth. Because it's right on him. Oh, my. All right, hold on. 25% chance. Hey, <laughs> okay, it's a three. All right, you're good. Azoth, you feel this uh, cold energy just rip past your head as the wall in front of you gets just blasted by this yellow arcane energy and you see this uh, arcane mathematical almost like college level calc equation type math goes whack right on the wall and it fades away as a blast just missed your head Yep, gonna also bonus action shillelagh my uh, quarterstaff and start okay. making my way towards the painting for my next turn to kind of just bat it off of him. Okay. All right. Um, pick at the top of the round. We are over to the other room with uh, Fink. Top of your turn. Chair right. is slowly. Well, I can't really attack it at this point. Yeah. Um, Remus, you're, you're full health. You haven't taken any damage. Yeah. Let me see. Ain't no chair attacking me right now. <laughs> you can also hold your tur- hold your action for Remus's turn if you want to pair up and do something on the turn together. Uh, we can do that if you have an idea. I was just going to try to escape. I can't really do anything without. I'm, I'm being fine range. with you escaping. Basically, I'm just trying to knock out whatever this thing is eating you. All right, let me uh, let me try to escape a grapple gun. Yeah. All right, strength check. Yep. With disadvantage. All right. Three and a three. So, two. All right. Um, no real disadvantage there. Uh, I, just, I just live here. <laughs> <laughs> These are my new legs. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes. 
Wait, I missed something. What? I was. Uh, like, he said these are my new legs, and I just imagine me like taking off the top half of the mimic, and I think just riding around on mimic legs, just like, like de- detooth it, and it'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> this is. So, <laughs> you see him on top of a chair, just yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. It makes me think of uh, the spider robots in Wild Wild West. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Um. Uh, all right. Throw daggers at it. I'm You're gonna throw, throw daggers. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, apart from no. trying to escape from this, uh, Fink, on your turn. There is no distinct actual bite at you. Just being in the presence of this creature and having it salivate and have it longing to eat. It's not munching on you, but kind of like a creature and an animal that it is a, that not natural body reaction. There is this acidic buildup on the chair that is dripping and from the acid on the chair in the chair's maw, maw okay. kind of dripping into you. You take, let's see, I'll, I'll roll it with, at least advantage on it. Ooh. Eight plus five? Thirteen. Does it... Or what? Uh, what's your AC thing? My AC is 17. Um, I don't know if you want to take away my dex modifier, though. Because I can't no. really move. <laughs> um, what are, what's the, what style armor do, do we get? Uh, so I've got studded leather, a shield, and uh, three plus dexterity. What's studded leather? I'll give it with the studded leather because it's not going exactly. It's not trying to bite at you, and you're not in the pit of it like Azos arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's enough. No, no acid. You begin to feel the acid kind of drip, and you hear that little bit of it starting to hit the leather armor. Real quick, Azoth, do you ha- or Mark? Do you have armor attached or equipped to your character? Do you know? Yeah, leather light armor. Is it yeah. it's a use? Uh, it's got the square on it saying it's equipped. Yeah, yeah without it, I would have no armor. It would be zero. It's eleven. That's what it says. What is your dexterity? We you, uh, we dumped a zero. Yeah, that explains it. Okay, that makes sense then. We just gotta get bump up your dex or give you some armor or something. We have to get you something to protect well, you. Well, you're a druid. He's also a druid, right? Yep. Yeah, druids can't do anything besides leather. They can't wear like metal and stuff. Yeah. Mm, okay, makes sense. All right. That's why when you said you had a super low AC, I was like, oh, yeah, he's a druid. It makes, makes total sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense completely. Like I said, not, uh, only druid I've ever seen played, I think, really is the one from Critical Role, Skelith. And they were already higher level by that point when I saw them. Uh, all right, so yeah, so you don't feel it. Uh, Remus, your turn. Daggers at the chair. Daggers at the yeah, chair. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a bigger chair and Fink's uh, being covered up, so there would be no percentage of really hitting him, I feel. With Sick. this blast. Um, that's gonna be... Do, 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 do. Roll the die. That's going to be a 17. 17? Hit. Alright. So we that. I got those. 12 damage. 12 damage. All right, nice. Slowly chipping away this chair. You're blasting it away, cutting it loose a little bit. It's looking right. worn torn. It's looking pretty pretty hurt. The offhand dagger is going to be a 21. Yeah, that hits. Oh, it does for five damage. Five damage. All right. I just came up for the day that that doesn't hit a mimic. You guys are screwed. <laughs> I just... 
I, I feel very fortunate now that none of my inanimate objects attacked me. <laughs> uh, all right, swapping over back top of the turn, Azoth. You uh, uh, have this painting on your arm, and it is now hurting. And it's happening. Um, this painting just on your arm. What can I do to sever my arm off? <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> no, totally serious. Like, if it's got my left arm, just to get it like, like, so it's not getting any more of me. And I, I just, I just, if I have to go one armed, I go one armed. But at this point, I, I know there's nothing more that I can do other than to like, like it's that it's that saw conundrum. You have to like chop off your foot in order to get out of the well, trap. I mean, you also have Howard there getting ready to, like, beat the crap out of it, too, and help you out there. So. I have a couple DMs, DM ideas, but I'm going to let you guys be creative until you're like, all right, we're really yeah. going to consider cutting this arm off. Because I have, like, a Hail Mary idea, but I don't want to give it to you just yet. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> let me see what else. Uh, just remember, you are a druid. Um... But you guys, you also do have a cleric. You do have a healer. Yeah, I, I don't can't know if, put arms back on. I don't know if cauterizing <laughs> and the, um, the limb is the option yet. You don't want Finks doing that, trust me. Uh, I'll put it on the wrong way. Down. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. You guys get a Rakshasa to the group. Are we... No, you said it's not considered a beast. Um, mm. Let me... Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is the time to learn your guys' abilities and figure it out. Know how to play. Danny, I messaged you, by the way. If you don't mind. Okay. What was the... Um, did, did we actually figure out what the, the one creature was on the stage that was shooting the lasers off? Or whatever, the beams? With uh, the eyes, was it a beholder or was it something else? Um, it was known as a spect as uh, as a specter. Okay, uh, it's like a mini a mini beholder. Is that considered flying or no? That would be. Um, I don't think that is a beast that you could. Um, technically, yes, it would be flying because it does. It has a fly speed, so right. yes. Um, then uh, I want to go for my. Uh, Wild shape improvement and turn into one of those um, panther creatures that were chasing us in the woods. They chased us off. Okay. Um, you see, let me see if you could turn into that exactly. Uh, I'll double check to make sure. A quick. Um. Let 
make sure. What's the what's the challenge rating you're allowed to do? Do you have that offhand? Do you know? Um, is that CR? Yes. Uh, it says one half. All what, right. So you, what circle are you? Are you uh, in the moon? Forest. Forest. Okay. So yeah, one half. Uh, one half. You wouldn't be able to turn into a full displacer beast. I'd say you'd be able to turn into like a panther. Let me double check. See what a panther would be, or like a. Uh, let's see. I mean, I'm assuming on my my journey to Brinesville, I would have come across like a wolf or yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'll say right here, a panther is a, is a quarter hat as a quarter challenge. So I'll let you uh, pick a, a four legged large cat creature or a wolf or whatever you we'll, wish to we'll be go with like we'll go with like a, a mountain lion or cougar like something like that yeah so uh as you bam into this animal what does the animal resemble or look like how do you want it to look is it uh to follow your type of like pattern and tone or is it turn into like the literal creature itself how do you choose as you um, as you are becoming it we're gonna go with um Let me see here. We're going to go with uh, just th- like, like, yeah, I'm a furry now, basically. <laughs> That's a set. So it's like I, I've like gone into it, but it's still got my gear and, and it's still like equipped. So I'm just like, yeah. So um, when you B shape your, your, uh, or like polymorph, your gear kind of absorbs into your body. Okay. So it, like it helps take the form, I guess. Of- yep. So yeah. So so you guys see uh, Azoth kind of uh, anamorph style <laughs> into this, and you see Beast as he turns into this uh, golden skinned, uh, dark t- brown tones in this in, in the pattern of the mane and part of his tail. Uh, this wood are you wood elf? Yeah. Is, it? Is this wood elf uh, forest tiger lion of sorts? Forest lion. And that would have, should have theoretically have pulled me out of. Yeah. The mimic. <laughs> Pulls you out. Um, there is a, uh, yeah. Cause I would say your whole body transformed and kind of sucked away and yeah, you'd be pulled out of it. Thank you okay. for that. Um, yeah. Um, actually, you know what? No, whatever anything you'd be, I'll give you an advantage on a pull away on a strength pull. Give you advantage on it with uh, the Panthers. What what is your dex? Uh, or I'm sorry, not your dex. Your strength. Uh, minus two. Minus two. I'll give you pull with the with the Panther strength, which is a plus two. Uh, so two rolls or one roll? Uh, two. Uh, four. Four. Ooh. Uh, total? Well, it was, uh, so you said it was plus two? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got, um... A two? A two on each roll. Okay. Uh, it's, the painting's now on the ground, and you're, it's like your, your right paw is in it, but it's not deep within the acid now. Okay. It's more or less like it's the t- part of the tongue, and the teeth are kind of mashing at your paw, but your, ha- but your right paw isn't deep inside of it. Um, 
And the way are you running? Do you have D, you have D and D put beyond pulled up? So if you have uh, if you're able to at the top search like panther, or search an animal that you're pu- trying to be and pull up that, and that would be the sheet that you're using for attacks now. And then just open it up as a new tab, yep. and and you're using that animal's uh, character sheet for uh, attacks and I'll moves. Pull up a uh, panther. Sweet. Uh, and we'll say your hit points are at because uh, you're a bulk, you're a bigger, bulkier one because you're a half challenge. We'll say your hit points are twenty two, rather than the thirteen that it says. All right. Uh... Or no, twenty-four because it's three D three D A. So yeah, twenty-four hit points. We'll say you have full. All right, and I think I'm currently down to ten. If I did my math right earlier, unless you what did you say I was at thirteen? Um, or no, no. So when you beast change, you you oh, okay. get the hit points of this creature. So your hit right. points are now for this creature at twenty-four. Okay. That's, uh, that's. Do I still get an attack on this turn, or am I is my turn done from turning into it? Uh, it is an action to turn into it. Okay. For, uh, I think as, I think it's a bonus action if you're a circle of the moon. All right, but I'm not, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're turned into that. Uh, the creature is now going to take a, take a bite at your paw. And 13. 13 plus that, that is higher than the panther's armor class. Yep. It is going to do uh, bite damage, which is, let's see, that is eight piercing as the teeth clamp into this, your paw, as well as eight acid damage, coating the teeth. Okay. Uh, it's hurting a little bit. Took a big chunk. And uh, it's that now. Would, that brought me down to eight then, right? Yeah. Eight plus what was the first? What was the piercing damage? Uh, they were both eight, I think. They're both eight, so sixteen minus yeah, it'd be sixteen minus twenty-four. Okay. So you're down to eight. Danny, uh, Howard, it's your turn. All right. So as he is shifting into a panther, I'm going to start running and swinging, and just as like he shifts down, going to have like the. You know, like the staff go like right over him as he's like mm-hmm. shifting, and uh, hit the painting yep. with a shillelagh bonus, um, and that is a fifteen to hit. That hits. That awesome. hits. And that is nine points of damage. Ooh, nine points of damage is a crack. Nice, uh, nice. This pa- this painting looks a little more finely beat up. As you see, two parts of the painting kind of, you see these little, like, two parts of where there was possibly a face ripped up, maybe look up at you and now see you there. Just kind of like, wind up. open up. Nice, and I'm going to wind up for the next hit. Okay. Uh, we pick up, we're in the other room. Uh, Fink, top of the round, you're in this chair. What are you trying to do? I can't hear you. You're muted. <laughs> muted. Muted. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use the cantrip guidance on myself. So okay. I can basically add a D4 to my next roll, and then I'm going to attempt to escape. Got it. Yeah, when, you, when, you cast, when you cast guidance, are you do you lose uh, concentration on 
Uh, it, I don't think that needs concentration. Let me double check that. Double check that. Yeah, it doesn't say I need concentration. Sweet. You're good then. And then since it's not like a damage spell, um, mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about it. So nope. I'm still at disadvantage? Um, for the grapple? Yes, you are at disadvantage for the grapple. Okay. So that is a four. And uh, I'm not going to waste my guidance on that. Got it. All right. Uh, painting, or the the chair is again going to... Trying to, sli- trying to slide around and over to Remus. We are circling around. the table. And like a it's... really terrible, like, home alone scene. <laughs> it is a 7 plus. It is a 12 to hit you with the... A- or 11 to hit you with the acid. Nope. Doesn't get you. Um... You feel this acid is starting to pool up at the at the base of the chair, but you're just sl- just small enough. You're a little goblin body. Um, had you been a full body sitting down, maybe it'd be a different story. But yep, Remus, your turn. All right, I'm gonna throw my daggers at it. Does a sixteen hit? Sixteen hits. All right. Uh, so that's going to be 11 damage. Okay. And then the other dagger. 14? How do you want to do this? Oh. How do you want to kill this chair, Remus? I feel like I've just been like chipping away at the pieces above Fink's. And I'm, like, trying to get the mouth off of it entirely. <laughs> All right. Um, this final throw of daggers, you throw it, and with the blessing of of just whatever whatever magical daggers you have in you, <laughs> you have just chipped away enough of this chair, and you see the back half of the chair go, <laughs> and you hear this, <laughs> as this, Chair, there's the chair you're sitting in. Fink starts to convulse and start to shake and spits you off onto the table in front of everything. It uh starts to shake and then just collapses. Defeat uh, like the base of the chair you're sitting on drops on the fall and like all four legs just spread off like dead spider style. Just I would like to make sure and double tap it with my uh. Short sword of the Shivanti cleric. Go for it. All right, yeah, simple enough. Just poke it. It's it's dead. It's dead. Oh, um, it's dead. Oh yeah, it's dead. I'm gonna clean up with that tablecloth and just kind of get all the slime off. Hopefully, that's not a mimic too. Nope. Not that one. <laughs> uh, touching it, you're like, nope, nope. Okay, we're good. Clean yourself uh, off. I wouldn't sit Still down fun. anymore. <laughs> Uh, you guys at this point have been hearing the scuffling from uh, behind you in the other room down the hall. As uh, we jump back over Azoth, you're now this. You see, you guys see this black panther, this golden uh, brown looking panther, uh, with its hand in a painting, kind of pulling itself out with Howard beating the painting. Uh, panther Azoth, what do you want to do? I attack bite. Yeah. Um. All right. So it's a d twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh. Hold on. 
where's this thing here? Uh, roll it. I've uh, got a nine, and then it says uh, plus four to hit. Nine, so nine plus four is 13. That hits. Yeah. Uh, and it also says uh, hit five, 1d6 plus two piercing damage. Uh, so this would be... Oh, so on a bite... Um, it means you'd have a uh, plus four, so you'd roll a one d six plus two. The hit five is just a is just a basic average for like if a dungeon master is running it. So you'd be one d six. You'd roll plus two for piercing. All right, uh, then that we've got a uh, three. A three. Yeah. All right, so it does three damage to that, and then you can also make a claw attack because it's a. Uh, oh no, wait, is there? It's not multi attack, is it? No, it's not policy attack. So just actually one attack. So you just, yeah, you did the bite then. Mm-hmm. All right. So three damage. All right. While I'm doing that, can I still attempt to get my... Yeah, hand? yeah. You can try and pull yourself out. What am I rolling for that again? Uh, uh, strength. Uh, one or two times. Uh, with disadvantage. So twice take the lower. Uh, I had a zero and a 15. Oh, man. You're still stuck into this arm. All right. Howard, your t- uh, or no, the painting's turn. It's going to take a take a bite at you. That's not high enough. Roll the three. Okay. So no bite, no mount, no munching on the arm. Now this turn, Howard, what do you want to do, man? Uh, drop it, drop it, and I'm going to hit it again. <laughs> um, go for an attack roll. As as you're whacking it too, we'll say Remus and Fink bust in. From the back, like, yo, and see right. this happening. Uh, 14 to hit. That hits. Awesome. And uh, 12 points of damage. Oh, nice. Bam! Smacking it. It looked like it's starting to get hurt. Are we aware that Azoth can wild shape? Uh, would you have brought up the fact that you can wild shape or that you're, as a druid, you do wild shape? No. Yeah or no? Uh, I don't know that I would have mentioned it. So how would you play with the panther? Is kind of what this looks like. Yeah, you're seeing a pan. You're seeing. Well, I say you clearly saw Howard hit the painting, and the panther's paw is in the mouth of the painting. Um, think actually, you being you, you would recognize and probably would know. Druid probably changed to an animal. Okay. But if I still have had like my markings, would they have gone to the uh, oh, cool. as well? Like my tribal you know- mark. Being you, if you wish to, I I would say that your animal changing would it would still have the markings as yeah. a distinct feature. So you guys would see this panther with the markings on it, up the tattoos okay. on its uh, paws. So you're making this uh, connection. Okay. And we'll say, uh, I mean, I know Dex is going to be Remus then, think in this order of attack, probably. Remus, you see a panther, a, a golden-looking panther with tattooed markings being mauled by a painting as Howard's beating the painting. I will throw daggers at the painting. All right. Um, make an attack roll. Uh... This is a clustered bunch, too. 21. 21 precision daggers. That would have hurt one of you guys, too. Uh, roll with damage, man. 
dun 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 that's gonna be 13 damage nice did you roll for uh sneak attack yeah okay and then my other dagger is gonna be an 11 that one does not hit that's okay that's okay so uh this painting is slowly looking torn getting ripped open getting beaten think uh what do you wish to do right here, seeing this all go down? All right. Um, I'm going to use one of my cantrips. I'm going to cast Hold the Dead on the painting. Ooh. Okay. Nice. What does Hold the Dead do? Is it just... Uh... So you point at one creature you can see within range, 60 feet. You sound okay. uh, a bell in the air. You can hear it for a moment, and then the target has to succeed on a wisdom throw or take D8 necrotic damage. If it's missing any of his hit points, it instead take D12. So... Oh! Since okay. it's damaged, I'm going to do D12 damage to it if it can pass a wisdom save, I believe, of 13. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. No, that's 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 going to fail with the six. All right, so a D12 will deal one damage. Take that. It's okay. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Point is, so, I'm helping. Uh, as you see this little goblin's finger point out at this painting, how, do you have any special way you do it? Uh, maybe just kind of muttering something in, in Goblin. All right, nothing, cool. Nothing special. Something, uh, muttering, some mutterings of Goblin you hear. I don't know how to speak Goblin. Okay. Uh, and you good. see. That's <laughs> close enough. <laughs> you see. My mother was a saint. <laughs> <laughs> um, you see this moonlight shine in through the windows from the door, uh, and or, or coming in through like one of the window one of the windows that are just cracked open and the light just faintly shines down upon this painting and this circle of this pant of this panther on the ground as you hear a reek down the hallway as the painting begins to shudder a little bit as it uh takes some pain as it starts to kind of break down a little further, it's the, the painting on in front of you that you're looking at as a panther. You can see the, it starts to kind of age and decay a little bit more as it, goes, as it shrivels out. Uh, top of the round is Azoth. All right, uh, I go for another bite attack. All right, go for it. Go in. Uh, uh, 20 again. Got it. That roll, that hits. Uh... Two. Two? Damage? I uh, know. Um, Oda, uh, is this to roll 20? Is this to, to hit you rolled a two? Yeah. Okay, that misses then. Yeah, uh, then um, I go to still try and pull out again. Okay, make an advantage uh, with disadvantage. All right. We got... Three. Three. Man, this this painting is large and it is just sticky and tacky and it's it's got your paw really in there, nice and nice and deep, you know, nice and sticky and slimy, all um, not free yet. Uh, it's gonna go take a bite at you. This is a ten plus five. Does two piercing damage, as well as oh oh. 
That cocked dice roll is not brought to you by Chessex Dice, but we would love to. By the way, guys, if you have or haven't yet, I'm going to cheap plug uh, these Lab Dice by Chessex. They are beautiful. They're the heavy orange turquoise dice. I love them so much. As I said, guys, orange and turquoise, these are beautiful. They're actually a little denser, kind of like almost as if you have metal dice. Uh, they, mm. they definitely feel nicer. And as I said, this uh, damage roll is not brought to you by Chessex Dice, but it does come out to be a six acid damage on your paw as well. Uh, so what was the total? Uh, what was the bite? Was only... I don't know. What was the bite? Two, was it? I, I honest, I, I got lost in I got lost in that. Uh, I, I think between the bite and the piercing, uh, it's enough to... Uh, bamf you down? Bamf me back down, yeah. All right, so uh, as this munch, you see the panther shape go... And you see uh, Azoth's body... Is now on the ground a little bit, trying to pull out of this painting's hand. Uh, Howard, Remus, Fink, what do you guys want to do? All right, I said no, drop it, and I'm going to hit it again. <laughs> um, and that is a 14 to hit again. All right, that hits. And that is make intimidation check too, just for shits Ooh. and giggles. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Intimidation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 22 for intimidation. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, that was also nine points of damage as well. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to give you straight check on to pull your arm out on your next turn. Okay. Okay. Mark on Azoth. Uh, Remus Fink. I'm going to throw two daggers at it again. <laughs> okay. Uh, nineteen hits. Four. And the day that one of you guys get hit by a miss side die or a side dagger, it's gonna hurt. Oh, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt. Uh, that's nine damage total for the first one. Hits that hits. It's it's looking beat up. It's looking All beat right. up. This painting. Second one's an 18 to hit. Hits. Or four damage. Doing 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 damage on this thing. Alright. Yo. Uh Fink. Alright, um, I'm gonna continue to toll the dead. Um, okay. I guess this time maybe the, the second bell will be a little bit louder than the first, and we'll just let it kind of ramp up until hopefully it's dead. <laughs> Alright, is it a continued spell or do I have to make no, a save again? I'm just doing it again, so new save. Okay. That's a natural one. All right. Roll that d12. Nice. Five damage. Ooh. You guys hear now the moon. The, the light intensity coming from the window shines brighter on the painting as a... Ding, ding. As the painting, uh, from the imita- intimidation and the shouting at it, and from the feeling of being beaten... It is given up on this. It, it acknowledges a losing fight and loosens hold on your arm and begins to uh, inch its way backwards as, as nicely as a, as, as a uh, painting could slowly try and sco- like slide and shift itself off. I don't know if you guys ever seen a painting try to move away. All the time. <laughs> yeah. All right, you're, uh, it, let's go over your arm, Azoth, and you guys see this painting shift, oh, like, 
trying to move out of your way. I mean, I don't know what you guys wish to do. Um, uh, so, question. Um, do do does the is the party considered like if I were to cast a spell like thunderclap are they considered creatures that could possibly take the damage? Yep. Okay, so it, it impacts yeah. everything, not yep. just okay. Um, and this thing is right next to you, so if you were to cast it at this, this is in the in vicinity of everybody. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you could position the spell outside of range so that the edge of the damage would hit that. Right. There's a way to mathematically work that, but Thunderclap also has a lot of residual effects as well. Just make sure you acknowledge that of the spell. Um, uh, I'm just going to use uh, my turn just to kind of like slowly back away from it, I guess. Okay. You guys uh, see this painting is moving off into a way non-hostile off to itself. Kind of shift itself up to the corner of the wall and just kind of laying there. I don't know what you guys wish to do. Oh, no, you don't. And I'm going to Eldritch Blast it. <laughs> okay. Eldritch Blast it. Uh, that is 14 to hit. Hits. And 10 points of damage total. 10 points of damage. <laughs> Blast. You see the painting crumple over. It looks like it's breathing, and you see the painting bent over go... <gasps> It's, it's not dead yet, but it's looking hurt, guys. Should we feed it to the pudding? Oh. Uh-huh. You guys could try. I mean, that's up to you guys. Let him pedal it out. I'll walk over to it <laughs> with my quarterstaff. <laughs> okay, you walk over to your quarterstaff. I will try to use the quarterstaff to lift it up. So okay. I'm not actually, like, touching or grabbing it. Okay. Uh, and I will follow Fink's guidance, and I will walk it to the door. Uh, do, can one of you grab this for me? Do you mind? Yeah, I'll get the door. Cool. And I'm going to fling it out the door next to the stairwell where the uh, little black ooze creature might grab it. All right. How, how long do you wait to watch this? Are you just doing it and then closing the door? No, I'm going to watch just to make sure it grabs it. All right. It's about five minutes or so of just watching just as you're about to like, all right, it, it moved on. You start to see this little bit of black pudding come up and just pick at the one part and start to grab it and just little bits of it is pulling it in and creeping over it and trying to pull it in more. And it's slowly trying to eat it. You decide digest it. You don't know what will happen, but it's slowly taking it. All right, well, I consider that taken care of, and I will go back inside and close the door behind us. So, you know, guys, like, this is a cool manner and everything, but is it really worth the one gold for an inn? I mean, I don't know what else is around here. <laughs> I, mean, I think you we cleared, cleared all this outside. Okay. We know this room's safe. Well, yeah, that is true, but I don't know what else might be lurking. I just started upstairs before uh, I uh, came down to rescue, so. I mean, if we sleep in shifts, we'll be fine. Yeah, can we camp out in the the foyer? Yeah, I mean, you guys camp out in the foyer if you want. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. I still kind of want to explore upstairs and make sure we everything's cleared out, too. Okay. If that's all right with you guys. Yeah, I would rather feel 
I feel more comfortable clearing everything out. That's first. fair. All right. Uh, I want to meditate again to do that short rest to heal up because I'm pretty beat up. So, okay. I'll just kind of, if they want to explore, if they're cool with that, I'm more than happy just to sit and watch the door and focus and kind of still be alert. Okay. I'll post guard while yeah. still resting. Got it. Um, and I know we're going to just make this call. So the way that the four rest works is that, so this was, it's kind of, it's a little bit up for a debate. So the idea is that the four, the, that you would still take an eight hour long rest, I guess the way it's ruled. But okay. for half of that eight hour long rest is meditation. The other half is like downtime. Like the fact that you're an elf is that it doesn't take six, eight hours of sleeping. Right. You still have to essentially sleep and decompress a little bit during this for, during this but it's only half of it is devoted to this meditation, trance, sleeping. Got the it. Other four hours is downtime, laid back stuff. Okay. Um, and we're just going to have that go through or else like half elves across the whole game. If you guys want to make a half a four hour long rest for you, we can do that. But then across the board, all elves in this world, we can have them be as four hour long rest. But when it comes into enemies, it may make or break a difference for you guys as well. Yeah, that you're that that's fine. Uh, so, I mean, I'm completely cool. I didn't even consider that as a possibility, but I like that idea that you know elves are just being elves and having this elder presence. Yeah, as a race, they only take four hours to take naps, and the part the other four hours is just kind of like downtime, just chilling, doing what they're doing. They don't need to full on like be out of commission for a eight hour portion. Okay. So you want to begin to do your eight your four hour decompress here? Um. Well, we're gonna be here overnight. So mm-hmm. I, let's do the kind of like start the long rest, I suppose. Okay. All right. You begin the you begin the long rest. Uh, Remus, Fink, and because uh, I'm sorry. It, it's, yeah. I, I can get two hours of uh, essentially standing watch to count towards that, so I can mm-hmm. still. Yeah. Yeah, you can take up on that. I'm cool with that. Um. Fink, Aza, or I'm sorry. So Fink, Howard, and Remus, you get you guys are going upstairs. Sure. Or, yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know. So where is everyone else going? I thought Howard, you wanted uh, to go upstairs, right? Uh, yeah, I'm we going should upstairs. probably stick together at this point. Yes, I think we learned our yeah. lesson. <laughs> um, I would think so. All right, uh, going upstairs. You guys begin up it. It's like oh, a, wait, wait. I want to leave yeah. the the pet mouse behind with Azoth. Okay. You leave... Um, Just so he's not by himself. Yeah. His name's Lucky. Cool. I Lucky. like animals. Cool. I figured they'd get along. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys begin up the staircase. Um, it's a winding a little bit where it cur- it uh, goes up for about 10 steps and curves around and curves up. Up almost like a little up to the left, up a more a little bit straight and then cuts right. And opens into this long hallway going left and right down the running of the house. Um, this hallway over has a balcony that overlooks into this grand room that where you walk into the foyer, that hallway that goes straight opens into this oversees that. And you can see now there is a fireplace with books up and down the front. Um, you see a uh, a couch, a lounge, almost like a private little cocktail dining area to the left below. Um, in this hallway that you guys are up at, you see left and right, uh, 
four doors on each side of this hallway going down, spread apart. So, so four doors on each side, left and right. Um, be one, two, and then spread out one, two. And the doors are about 50 feet apart. So they each opened into giant rooms oh. or the rooms that are 50 feet apart spaced. And who knows what that space is included in. Which way do you guys turn or go? Um, I want to take a quick look around and just look for any more like family crests or heraldry or anything that might identify who this banner belongs to. More specifically, looking for that cult tattoo. The cult tattoo? Anything maybe derivative of that. Okay. Um, Make an investigation check. While he's doing that, is there a painting around? Natural one. Zero. (laughs) Uh, Make an investigation check now. Taking your time to look for it. No, no crests or no uh, S's or anything tattoo rate later. Probably walking right by him. Ooh, that sucks. Uh, six. Six. There is no paintings. No more paintings on the wall or uh, nothing that resembled the mimic specifically. What you do okay. see on the walls are uh, different portraits that kind of tell a family story of. Um, a couple meeting. The next painting is a couple uh, having a family. The next painting down the hall is these paintings are like ten feet spaced. Uh, the next painting after the couple having the family having a family is um, there's there's a painting of a of a couple having a wedding, and in the wedding it looks like the groom side is done up with, with all adventurers, where the uh, the wife side or the female side is um, done up a beautiful dress. And uh, th- three women that follow them that are all done up in dresses of flowers. Uh, um, you can smell almost like an autumn smell coming from it. Almost like a pumpkin spicy type smell from the painting itself. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't trust it. I'm going to Eldritch Blast it. <laughs> painting flying off the wall. At that, you hear a... You disturb my family story. And that that we're going to pick up next week. I'm very intrigued. Yeah, I am too, actually. You just like... (laughs) Yeah, we're going to pick up there, guys. with, uh, With this booming voice echoing the whole house, erupting uh... Yeah, you def- you you defamed, you destroyed, or dare attack its family story, lineage. Uh, you piss something off, basically, is what we're saying, guys. How dare we? I mean, I no uh, uh, warlocks, true t- bread and butter, true, true and true, true through is uh, Eldritch Blast. But I mean, yeah. I thought you were gonna say pissing people off. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean you guys aren't always pissing people off, not on purpose. But I mean, like, no, not their fault. I mean, I mean, how did I know? Like, this whole wedding party was going to come to life and start attacking us? So, I mean, sure. I mean, I'm not saying the wedding party's coming to life attacking you, but something's mad now. It's, and... It smells like <laughs> autumn. It smells like pumpkin spice. It's it's too basic. I don't trust it. All <laughs> all the Starbucks. Star- yeah. Starbuckers are gonna come out 
the woodworks for you now. But anyway, guys, we'll pick up there next week. Uh, thank you so much. I was your uh, Dungeon Master, Anthony. This campaign is brought to you on the network uh, at BICBP-radio.com. Please, uh, please head on over there. Check out all the other great podcasts and podcasters that do have shows and run uh, their content. It's amazing. We have so much. We actually uh, are very prideful in saying that we have podcasts for everyone. And you know, we're slowly getting to the point to say content for everyone, you know, especially with this, uh, especially with this stream. But thank you so much for however you are watching this, whether it be uh, the Facebook the Facebook page or the network uh, links or even through the YouTube, which if you haven't yet below, hit subscribe, follow, follow, check out those links, um, you know, show the support. You no, know, it really helps us. It really, it really, really matters, especially in analytics. And I didn't understand it until I was running and doing this kind of stuff that maybe I should start liking and following the other pages and other YouTubers that I do uh, enjoy watching. So please help us out on the stream. Show us that you care. Comment below. Let us know what you're liking so much. Who is your favorite player? And uh, let us know what kind of NPCs would you be, would you be interested in seeing? What kind of NPCs do you want me to throw at these parties to see what they're going to do with them, uh, with these party members? I'd, I'd be curious to see how they'd react with some of your guys' ideas. But thank you so much for tuning in. That's enough of me. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, podcasters underscore tabletop gaming. I'm going to I'm gonna give it off to the players to sound off, let you know where to find their content at. Uh, Remus, you're next to me in the Zoom chat right now. So oh, let me know where to find first. you. are first this time. <laughs> you did it. Um, oh, hold on. <laughs> I have to look this up. My name's uh, Ricky Coates. I played Remus a very indifferent tiefling rogue on podcasters. Uh, you can follow me on any social media at Rick underscore Coates. You can follow Remus on Twitter at podcasters Remus. I was tweeting during this. You were. Oh, that's great. Um, oh. So that'll be fun. Oh, I God. really want to know in the comments what we do that pisses people off. I think that would be great for everyone. Like I'm sure I do something weird that's like quirky, but no one enjoys um anyways that's it for me take it somebody uh right below you is fink in my in my screen <laughs> take all right so um i don't really have a lot to promote and i've been thinking about that so i'm gonna get something to promote all right uh, i decided i'm gonna start a painting blog on instagram um i don't have a name for it just yet so just keep it out for that in the future in the meantime you can follow me at tbarafato um on instagram um, and probably other things. So there you go. There. Look like that. minis awesome. and stuff. Yeah, Warhammer, just minis. I got a 3D printer, so just sick. Fun awesome. stuff like that. So Ooh, we're, that. we're gonna talk. <laughs> uh, Howard, you're below me. Let them know where to find you at. All right, so you can find me on Instagram and Facebook, Ratfink Arts, R-A-T-P-H-I-N-C Arts. Uh, I like to doodle, so check it out there. Um, you can also find me here playing everyone's favorite warlock. Eldritch Blaster. Uh, so, yeah. And as well as um, I'm going to be t- discussing this with uh, Danny when we are done recording tonight. Uh, we do also do a regular, we're going to be starting up a weekly regular uh, D&D actual discussion chat called Roll yes. for Wisdom. Roll under for Wisdom. the podcast yeah. banner. So, and uh, cool. to finally wrap this up, uh, Azoth, let us know where to find you at. Hey, uh, Our, follow me on Instagram at the.mark dot seven one six and you can follow azoth on twitter as well uh at azoth forest wind all one word as well as uh as i have forgotten to say in the past but i'm gonna let everyone know now our incredible kick 
logo at the network, this beautiful red and black N, or is it, or is it uh, red and white? I can't, I'm always seeing with the, the black too, right? With the white lines. Um, it's your logo. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going, <laughs> or is it, it's, well, it's got the black lines. It's sick uh, red and white N stylized, uh, was designed by him. And it, it's basically, it is the network stamp, like the net, like almost like the Netflix N. Yes. Yeah. See, depends Beautiful. on which one you have. I got um, it this way. Also, Mark inspired me to make a Twitter for my character, too. So, shout-outs to Mark for that. Thank you. Yeah, guys. But look at that beautiful logo. Hit him up if you're looking for some art commissions. Uh, get, get at him. You know, if, you, if you're looking for, for a wicked-looking design, get at him and uh, get in his commission list. But till then, guys, keep it's rolling. Right, yeah. it's, a, oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a friendship. There we go.